good evening everybody welcome to safm the viewpoint quite the studio i have it's a boys club this evening dr tandu tsume head of generational wealth management at standard bank is this evening's <coughs> hashtag tuesday takeover guest not long from now he will be taking over with guests of his own apparently mr weza matomane who's a chemical engineer voiceover artist and owner of a digital productions company is the guy who does the voiceovers for SAFM. So when you hear song as on my back on SAFM viewpoint, best believe one, it's not me, and two, it's Weza, whose voice you will hear just now. I didn't know that until like two minutes ago. Of course, his partner in crime is Mr. Curtis Young. They are business partners, and they will be in conversation with Tando a little, what, just over eight minutes from now. And so between now and then, it's Tando and I. Tando, good evening. Welcome to SAFM. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, how are you? How are you keeping? How's the banking space treating you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's, um, it's results week for Standard Bank, so there's a lot of nerves at the office. I'm super excited to see how we've done. Um, otherwise, I'm excited to be here with you on the show. I don't think for one moment you would be here if you didn't know your results were in the right direction. <laughs> Come now, be honest. You wouldn't be here as a banker knowing that they're going to be announcing <laughs> results showing a negative. You wouldn't be here. No, of course. I'm sure we did well. Um, but it's always a tense period in the year for everybody. Yeah. Dr. Tsume, talk to us about that title and the journey in academia. Make academia and academic stuff sexy for us. Talk to us about the journey you've traveled. I don't know if medicine can be sexy. Well, <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> I was born um, in the Eastern Cape. I grew up all over South Africa. Uh, my parents moved around a lot for work, um, ended up studying KZN, graduated in high school there. And then I took Which high school a two is year, I was at Kersney College oh. in Bothers Hill. And then I spent two years gap year and eventually my parents called me back and they were like, the money's running out, you need to go to school. And so I applied to UCT and medicine was my fourth choice. Uh, my first choice was business science, actual science. Second choice, business science, financial accounting. Third choice was law. I wanted to do maritime law. And then my fourth choice was medicine. And I got into all of them and the family said, do medicine. My sister was already studying medicine. So we thought it was the best way for me to go. Um, yeah. Well, in a nutshell, you still have your first and second options really given where you are now <laughs> relative to what you wanted to do. Mm, no, definitely. I mean, it, um, so worked as a doctor for a while. Um, I moved to Joburg. I didn't apply for internship. I decided to wait right till the end of the year after everybody had applied. And I wrote um, the professor of surgery at WITS. Um, his name was Prof Boffard. And I wrote Prof Bezos. And I told them, they're going to give me an internship post at Joburg Gym. They're going to give me a medical registrar post in surgery. And they, I'm going to become a consultant in surgery. So they need to give me a post. And I got it. Um, Sorry, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> and explain what you mean by these terms. I just it's beautiful, by the way. I just want to hear it again. So, you know, as a, as a doctor, as a, as a graduate, you have to do internship and community service. And you, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't get to pick where you go. Sure. Um, but I knew I wanted to do surgery. And I knew I wanted to do surgery at Barrow and Joburg Gym. Um... And so I didn't waste my time applying for internship. I literally wrote the bosses of the surgical department and I told them I'm coming there. I'm very, very passionate. I'm going to be one of your greatest doctors and you're going to give me a post. And I did. I got a post at Joburg Gym. 
I wonder what and how that letter read because I'm sure you didn't say you are going to give me a job. I think I did. I was very cheeky. But I, don't, <laughs> I do believe you. I do believe you. Isn't that amazing what attitude can do? Hey, All about attitude. Yeah. You know what you want. You're not going to waste anybody's time, not least that of yours. And you're simply going to throw the gauntlet down to them and make them feel bad about dropping you. Exactly, yeah. So went that route, moved up here, worked um, as an intern at Joburg Jen and Barra, Helen Joseph, um, all of those places. Worked as a medical officer and did my community service here. And then I got a registrar, junior registrar post at Joburg Jen um, in the surgical department. But I didn't really want to do surgery. It was a route to plastic surgery. Um, I wanted to be a plastic and reconstructive surgeon. Always wanted that. Um, but then... Did that happen? No, no, no. It took so long. I mean, I got there and there were guys who were in their 40s waiting for posts. I mean, there's such limited plastics posts um, in the public sector. And I looked at all of them and I thought to myself, I don't think I'm going to wait another eight years to become a plastic surgeon. And the moment I said that, um, I happened to have an MO, a medical officer, whose uncle was um, an executive recruiter. And met me one day and said to me, you know, I think there's a post that you might be excited in in corporate. I'm working for Momentum, Metropolitan and Guard Risk. And I became the head of wellness. So, you know, multiply, active days, watches, mm-hmm. gym mm-hmm. discounts. That was me for two years. Um, and yeah, very, very exciting role. I got to travel a lot. I got to work with Apple, Samsung, Suunto, Fitbit, all those companies. Um, slashed the gym discount from 80% to 20% because you guys weren't actually going to gym. You were just swiping your cards, getting a smoothie. And hey, man, out. look at me. I've been going so, to gym. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, after that, Standard Bank came through and they said, we think we might have um, a possible portfolio that's sort of new and we know you're a disruptor and we'd like you to come and see if you'd if you'd enjoy working with us. And, fascinating, yeah, fascinating. That's how I ended up here. You are the head of generational wealth management at Standard Bank. I've never done this before and it might come back to bite me. Have you in your office space for an intern for one year? I don't know who this person is. Give me an intern position for one year and I or the show will find somebody. You are a disruptor. You pride yourself in being a disruptor. I'm going to disrupt you now. I think think we'd have to discuss it outside of this space. There's absolutely no way your portfolio cannot afford an intern for 12 months. It depends. There is somebody out there who's listening to you and they feel they've got your spirit, who's inspired by what you are saying, and they believe, just as I can feel it, that you are somebody who could mentor somebody for 12 months. No more. 12 months. So, I mean, on that topic, I do mentor quite a few people. Um, I've worked with Gibbs, um, University of Pretoria Gibbs Graduate Business School, for quite a few years around their sort of um, Dragon's Den stuff and, and mentorship programs. I think if anybody's interested in coming to Standard Bank, we've got an extremely robust um, sort of graduate program, an intern program. It's very easily accessible to anybody out there. We've had amazing stories of people literally transform their lives. So I think get onto standardbank.coza, go through to our opportunities page and the employment page, and there will be something there for someone at whatever level that you're at. If you want to work with me specifically, then we'd have to discuss that outside and see how you can get my contacts. I'm not on social media, um, so I'm, I'm not easily reachable. But you can pop me an email to my private business address, and I'll leave that with you guys to share with the audience. That's a very PC answer. I love it very much. You have said nothing new. I am challenging you right now, just as much as you knew what you wanted. For a whole 11 of 12 months, you waited to write one letter, and one letter was enough. 
there is an opportunity for you with your money that is within your budget as head of generational wealth management at Standard Bank. I could be getting into trouble, but I'm the one who's saying it. So if there's trouble, just redirect it my way. Make a difference in somebody's life. 12 months, I challenge you. I'll pay that first salary for that person. 11 months for you. I think we'd have to talk about it outside of this space. I mean, I mean, I very good, really, very good. I mean, <laughs> so guys, we talk, we're talking about a huge corporate that's got multiple rules and regulations. We can't make those type of promises out aloud in public, but there are lots of opportunities at Standard Bank. The Big Blue is always open its arms to anybody who wants an opportunity, and it's very easily accessible. So yeah, I thought I'd take my chances. I thought I could well see. Worth I could it. see. Well worth it. No, I appreciate this, but I mean. Here we are now, Head of Generational Wealth Management at Standard Bank. How's that going for you? And is any bit of the medicine, the doctor in you, is there anything that agitates from time to time? Well, I mean, I do own a medical business outside of Standard Bank. I've got two different businesses that I run. Um, one of them is a digital sort of doctor service that I have, and as well as a medical dispensary for various kind of alternative medicines. Um, and then, um, but at Standard Bank, I mean, generational wealth management is an exciting space. So I essentially um, am responsible for ensuring that the children of the high net worth and ultra high net worth clients at the bank are ready and able to receive that wealth once it transfers from one generation to the other. Um, it is a substantial amount of wealth. Um, it's a very, oh, I believe it's, it's, a very, it's a very exciting portfolio. I've traveled extensively. I mean, we've done, we, we've got clients and, um, all over the world and Kenya, all the way to Nigeria, all the way to London, Jersey, um, South Africa. And our kids are based everywhere throughout the world because they all study at international schools. Um, so it's, it's quite an exciting portfolio. Um, we start actually engaging with them at 10 years old, which is very, very young. And, and that's when we start teaching them about money. What's saving? What's budgeting? What's investments? What's an equity? What are commodities? Um, what is an inheritance? What's a trust fund? And how does that work? Um, and I think I think it's an exciting opportunity. We've done so well with it. I mean, we won the Euro Money Best Next Generation Award for 2018 and 2019, the Standard Bank Wealth and Investment. Um, so it's a differentiator in the market. It's been an exciting space for me. Um, the medical part does come in in that, you know, in order to head up a portfolio of that sort, you need to be relatable. Um, you need to be influential. And I think that's something that medicine teaches you quite well. But also at the same time, to spot those opportunities, you have to be critically analytical. Um, I don't know if you know, Sherlock Holmes was a doctor. So investigation is one of the biggest things, being able to separate what's real and what's not, um, and essentially grasp at the opportunities that exist in that space. And we do do a lot of philanthropic work as well on the side. Um, uh -huh, that's my language. And extending to that side. So it's, 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 philanthropy is part and parcel of everyday mm -hmm. wealth management. Um, it's something that I feel every Af African should do. And I mean, our tagline is Africa's our home. We drive a growth. So anything we do in any region, we ensure that there's a philanthropic arm to it. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's an exciting space. And I mean, I miss medicine from time. What I do miss about medicine is cutting. Uh, I, miss being, I miss being in theatre, like really? not being disturbed for four hours, my phone not ringing, no one talking to me, just doing my stuff. I miss that. I miss the patients. I miss the sisters and the laughter in the wards of Joburg, Jen and Barra at one o'clock in the morning. I promise you now you the know? public health care system wants you. I promise you. Oh, no, they, <laughs> they want me back. Oh, no. no doubt. No doubt. Well, it's not it was, as if there are many of you not in... In, yes, in, in yes. No, it's an, it's, it was an exciting space. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think I'm using my skills in a different way. Will I ever go back to medicine? Well, who knows? You never know. You can never dictate what's going to happen in the future. Um, so we're going to take it from there and see. Yeah. But otherwise, at the moment, I'm having fun.
So am I, by the way. 2023 is the time. I've got to cut it. We could continue, my goodness gracious. Head of Generational Wealth Management. That on its own is a conversation for another day. Okay, I've been told I've got another two minutes with you. General Generational Wealth Management. That's a conversation many South African homes, unfortunately, do not have. Probably not because they don't want to, but they simply don't know it's a conversation to be had. They don't have generational wealth to be talking about the subject and just financial literacy generally. And the proof of that pudding, if you will, is in the fact that our savings rate in the country so low. Too many people in debt can't afford to retire. Mm. What can you say about these things to which I've made reference in two minutes? Anything that comes to mind for the average listener? I think first and foremostly, I want to dispel the misconception that generational wealth is literally just about money transference. Um, generational wealth is everything that you transfer as one generation to the next, whether it be your traditions, your culture, um, your beliefs, um, your love for each other, even education. So literally going to school and your parents sending you to school, whatever level of school it is, that's a transference of generational wealth in itself because you use education to create wealth, but at the same time you need wealth in order to get that education, whether it be small or big. All I can say to people is that we need to be a lot more open about discussing money in our homes. Whether you've got 100 rand in your bank account or you've got 20 million rand, we need to start talking about money. If if you see the price of things is going up, tell your kids, you know, rice went up by two rand yesterday. It's called inflation. We all experience it at some level or another, you know. So I think to open up the conversation about money, to open up the conversation about struggles with money is a very important thing because that essentially takes away the fear and that whole mystery to any child who's not growing up with wealth about money. It becomes something they think about, becomes something they talk about generally. And also, I, I, wanted, I want people to remove this negative thing that money is the root of all evil. No, it isn't. Um, money is your friend. It's a means for you to live and do things. Um, and it comes to you when you open yourself up to it. If you're going to place a negative sort of perception around it, it's not going to come to you. I know it sounds ridiculous and all like airy theory. Oh, but I love yeah, money, all right. Know? Yeah. I'm trying to court all the positive energy in that regard precisely <laughs> to give effect and meaning to what you've just said. The time is 2025. I absolutely have to go. I love this program already. And I'm looking forward to the conversation. Dr. Tandotsum, the head of generational wealth management at Standard Bank, is soon to have with the two guests of his choice. After the ad break, everybody, please show them love. Dial us, Johannesburg, 714-2006. Call them, talk to them, engage them about anything they will be talking 